We'll be doing our regular segment, uh, Last Thing We Ate, then we'll play two games, and then we'll have a discussion of hot takes with a special guest. So excited. So Kamya, what was the last thing you ate? The last thing I ate, so I went to Trader Joe's earlier this week because I'm obsessed with pumpkin flavored things and I wanted to get their pumpkin flavored items. And one of the things that I'd seen a lot on TikTok is this like giant thing called a Danish Kringle. It's basically like a, I'm going to say one and a half foot long, kind of like oval Danish stuffed with pumpkin filling. And yeah, warmed some of that up and ate it and it was delicious. (laughs) Advertised well by TikTok. (laughs) Um, Catherine, what was the last thing that you ate? Okay. So the last thing I ate was a pastry it was one foot, one and a half feet, and had pumpkin filling. It was also a Danish. <laughs> was it the same one that I also bought and put on the counter? It was, because... We're living together again! Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I walked into the apartment, and I saw this giant Kringle on the counter. It was unfazed, because my mom and her friends send Danish Kringles to each other. Which is really funny, I think. So I thought she'd send me one. Um, but then I was tickled to learn that Kamya sent herself one. <laughs> and soon enough, I'll be sending them to Catherine, a la her mom. <laughs> also, I was like, oh, Kamya, I hope that we're, when we're older, we do this practice. And Kamya was like, okay, yes, but let's start when we're 27. <laughs> um, you would think that living together would encourage us to record podcasts more frequently, but... Apologies that that has not been the case. And please keep expectations low in terms of the future cadence as well. <laughs> okay, let's start our first game. Okay. okay. <laughs> so for this game, it's called Carrot in a Box. My brother introduced it to us, but I think it's stolen from a British game show. Don't remember the name of it. So a listener can fill in that fact. Um, the way the game works is I have a box in front of me and it may or may not have a carrot inside of it. And Catherine can ask me questions to determine whether there is or is not a carrot inside this box. Okay, should we do a time limit, like three minutes or something? Yeah, three minutes. That's honestly long, but... Okay, two minutes. Two minutes. And while you're setting that, I'll just explain to the box, to the this listeners, because I can't see what the box looks like. Okay. It's a LaCroix Pamplemousse box. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's just sitting here on our kitchen counter. And... Go ahead with asking your questions about whether or not I put a carrot inside. Okay. Did you put a carrot in the box? I may or may not have put a carrot in the box. Okay. Um, what color is the carrot? The carrot's orange. Can I, is it just yes or no questions or anything? I don't know. Also, I'm like, am I allowed to lie? You're Obviously. definitely allowed to lie. <laughs> the whole point of lying. Um, okay. Where in the box is it? Um, it's at the bottom because of gravity and towards maybe like my left side, like the opening. Like on a scale of one to 10, how like rotted or fresh is it? It's definitely not the freshest carrot. Like I think there's some brown on it, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not like I would eat it. It's not by any means gone bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I got the carrot out of like the older bag of carrots we had, not the newer one that came today. Okay. Got it. And how many inches do you think it is? Hmm. Maybe two. Two inches. Yeah. It's a pretty small carrot. Yeah, but it's a two in- it's two inches. Okay. 
was there any like leaves attached to it? You know what I mean? Mm, no leaves, definitely no leaves. Okay. How did the carrot feel? Hard like carrot. Okay. I even took a bite out of it and it was a crunchy bite. You took a bite of the carrot? Yeah, I bit the carrot. Okay, so how did how like Prior to bite, mm. was it two inches? Or post-bite, was it two inches? Good question. Post-bite, two inches. Prior to the bite, it was maybe, you know, six, seven inches. Why did you bite the carrot? Why shouldn't I? Carrots aren't meant to be eaten. Did you bite it, like, in, this, in the context of this game? You're just looking for a snack? I'm always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your favorite thing to dip a carrot in? Ranch. I'm a Midwest gal. You already know this. Do the carrots smell like anything? No, I don't think carrots really have scents, do you? Oh, Ugh, okay. Final answer. Is there a carrot in the box? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like you were trying to act like shady, but I don't know if that... <laughs> but shady which way? Exactly. Also, I just don't know what the strategy is because I can ask you all these questions. I know that you held the carrot at some point. I think you're trying to just gauge like if I'm lying or not. Yeah, I know. Okay, I really have a 50-50 chance here. It's true. Good stats. I mean, I have no Bayesian updating. So like, I have <laughs> if no we played stats. a second time, you could have. Uh... True. Oh. <laughs> and that's a free stats lesson for you guys. Okay, um, I'm going to say there's no carrot. <gasps> a carrot and Oh, my God. It's a little nib. It, yeah, I just broke off the – I bit off the nib and put it in the box. Okay, it's a fun game. Yeah, I agree. Okay, on this segment – I've gone through some uh, course catalogs, and I'm going to give Catherine a couple names of classes, some of which will be real, and one of which will be made up by myself, and she's going to try <laughs> to guess which one is which. I'm okay. excited. In our first set of classes, we have Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Cares? Reimagining Global Health. Okay. We have Brains, Identity, and Moral Agency. And we have industrialism and imagination from concrete to chaos. Those are the three. Those are the three. And oh, one of them's fake. They all sound so real. <laughs> and so dumb also. <laughs> the first one sounds so fake, but then the reimagining global health put me, ugh, I don't know. Okay, can you read the second two again? Yeah, the second is brains, identity, and moral agency. Okay. And the third is industrialism and imagination from concrete to chaos. I think the second one is fake. Nope. <gasps> okay, I get to try again. Can you, what was the first one again? Who lives, who dies, who cares? Reimagining global health. The, that one's fake. Nope. <laughs> I made up industrialism and imagination from concrete to chaos. I don't know what that means. Me neither, <laughs> but that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah, None funny. of these titles ever make sense. Now that you say it, though, I'm like, that one's not real. <laughs> okay, right. okay, but how funny is just who lives, who dies, who cares? Like, that's, that's just funny. brutal. Also, the brain's identity, like, they are all insane to me. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you four because I'm just really... Actually, I'll just give you three. Okay. The fourth that I wanted to include is there's a class that's literally just called Miami Remix. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Because it's in the design. Yeah. So oh my god, it's such a funny title. Yeah. Okay. So the other three. Ignorance, lies, hogwash, and humbug. Okay. Sitting, standing, and humans' physical adaptability. And what is a book from the oral epic to the Kindle? <laughs> okay, the first one sounds like 
a story or a course on misinformation, maybe. Could be. Okay. This, I didn't actually look at what any of these teach. Okay. <laughs> the second one is, what was, what was the second one? Sitting, standing, and humans' physical adaptability. Okay, yeah, that seems stupid to me. Um, and the third one is, what is a book from the oral epic to the Kindle? I think that one's fake. Nope. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> what is a book? Come to Harvard, learn what is a I'm book. stupid. Okay, second one. What was the second one again? Sitting, standing, and humans' physical adaptability. Okay, and what was the first one? Ignorance, lies, hogwash, and humbug. I think it's the second one is fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, finally. That was really funny, though, right? Okay, and now for some hot takes um, with our special guest who wants to remain (laughs) anonymous um, to protect his future political career ambitions. Um, It's a joke, because if you knew him, he does not have any of those. (laughs) Um, Okay. Kick it off, (laughs) Kamya. My first uh, hot take is uh, something that I think is overrated, which counts. I think that soda water is overrated people actually just want to be drinking cold water and that's more prevalent um in fridges these days oh i disagree but i was gonna say i think spike seltzer is spiked soda water is overrated i I disagree with that i disagree too i actually also don't like spike seltzer like personally but i understand why people like drinking it because it's like very light and refreshing and like very low calorie compared to beer too so i I get it still 100 calories though i like spike seltzer way more than soda water or flavored Water. I love soda water. I mean, I think the soda water is fun because it's, like, crisp in your mouth. Um, and it also just, like, breaks up the monotony. Like, I, I drink a lot of water. I really like OG water. But I think it does just, like, mm. spice it up a little. And, like, typically it's not a substitute. Actually, I don't think it's a substitute for water. Typically it's, like, if I I'm yeah. like pick peckish or something and want a little snack, then, like, and I'm not actually hungry, I feel like soda water can actually do that. that I actually completely agree with that. <laughs> and I love, I love sparkling water, but I think a lot of people treat it as a replacement to water. And I think really all they want is like a cold can of water and like, they don't care if it's sparkling or not. That's my theory. I'll mm-hmm. test it out. <laughs> my hot take is that European food is overrated, especially French food. Not hot. Not hot. Here. Yeah. This table definitely agrees. Yeah. 1000%. No, that's, I feel like I talk, Kami and I talk about that every All the time. time. Like, of it, the European food, Italian's the best. I'm not, I feel like Kami likes Italian food far more than me. Like, it doesn't even crack my top ten. Yeah. I think Spanish is, food is good, um, but again, like, could do without it. Yeah, agreed. Um, I also feel like we talked on a former podcast episode about how a lot of Western foods can, like, rise in popularity due to like their photographability compared to a lot of like non-western foods and i feel like maybe that's also just like increasing their popularity and if a lot of people started dissecting why they like certain foods maybe it's just because it looks pretty i guess but now i'm like thinking like english food is like gross gross (laughs) i agree no one thinks english yeah Yeah, everyone makes fun of british food that's true okay my hot take is okay this is really just a conversation because I feel like when I was living in Zambia, I feel like not as many people had iPhones, and I was just like, iPhones are pointless. Like, the next time I get a... Like, I've had this phone for, like, two and a half years now, but I'm just going to get an Android. What? Yeah. That's not a hot take to me. You want to get an Android? That's your hot take? That's a hot take, right? That, yeah. that is a hot take. I think it's a hot take. I think it's a very hot take. Why would you get a... Why? Why? I just don't think... 
Didn't I know you were so passionate no, about like, this. I just feel like my whole, and maybe this is evolving into a larger conversation. Like, I just think the whole Apple suite, like, I'm not going to use Apples anymore. I'm not going to use MacBooks Why? anymore. I'm gonna, Like, this is a 2014 MacBook Air. I'm going to get a PC when it breaks. Why? I think that, like, what I used, what I bought it for was because, like, was wanting to be of like of the culture you know what I mean? because it was like a hot thing like i don't think i bought it for i know you code and i know it's superior for coding but like i don't i don't know that i don't i've never coded. or i guess it's more popular yeah I um, more popular. like i don't get anything out of it like no because you're gonna switch to an android and then well actually i don't, I don't if i get an android and a pc it'll be fine yeah but they don't like work as well together and like once you've already had like like time and but in no but pro- for the past four years i've had an iphone like an apple phone mm. and a pc or like a whatever an hp or something with i don't know yeah non-Mac. i feel like it's just like little things like how are you gonna get your contacts from your iphone to your android i guess like barrier to ha- barrier to entry kind of high but then i feel like when you get there it's fine i used to have androids and pcs like i only had my first iphone midway through college that's why and, i don't think it's hot yeah and i only got it and i actually liked androids more i only got the iphone because i smashed my android and i didn't want to buy a new phone and my uncle just like gave me his old iphone and then mm. i sort of like have stuck with it yeah because of the because of the very yeah exactly because it's like all my photo all my contacts yeah. whatever okay but that's as we learned in stats day status quo bias like i don't think it's a really dropping a lot of stats i, I don't think it's a superior phone i think it's kind of like signaling i don't i think you're literally it's a i don't know i'm not i don't think it's like elitist because i know like a lot of androids are really expensive as well but it's kind of like a you know, like I would listen to NPR and I have, you know what I mean? Like, I think what? it's, it's, it's not necessarily superior, but I, they've developed their system so that it's very close. So like, if you've been, if you've invested any like technological footprint in it, it's really hard to switch out, I think. In like a way that's like actually doesn't negatively impact your life. Is it just my contacts? Contacts, photos. Photos I backed up on Google. Photos. I message like I literally don't like messaging people when they I don't used have to feel my that message. way too, and that's just exclusive. <laughs> like I, that, I literally used to feel that way too. Like if I saw someone, I was texting them on green, I would punish them by not texting no. them. Now I don't oh care. Punish me. Don't get, no, don't text no, 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 no. me. I don't think it's not. It's Hit not me on that. WhatsApp. I can't even. You can't give them a reaction. Like you the, can text me. No. Ha ha. You can text me. <laughs> Cool. No, the 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 ex, the group. I'm you just use speech. basic messenger and WhatsApp instead. Yeah, but I'm. Saying- I'm trying to leave all the group chats I'm in on iMessage anyway. <laughs> These are all points in favor of moving to Android for me. Yeah, I had a friend that switched over from iOS to Android and then had to like switch back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a good one. That was a good one because of the audience. Because I just feel so <laughs> neutral. <laughs> okay, I think that racial bias and stereotypes are <laughs> normal and should be normalized and it should be like what we like how we like handle those racial biases and stereotypes that uh like we are like more touched by i think that's again i don't think it's hot because like th- that that's the whole reason we have implicit bias training yeah. it's to become aware of your biases so that you know how to like be a more objective decision maker. And that's also why like people make fun of people saying like, oh, let's just live in a colorblind society. Yeah, you because like, race. yeah. Yeah, but I feel like right now, if you say something that indicates you have some racial bias, you're like kind of judged for it. I agree with you. And like, are basically yeah. like called a racist. Yeah, that's fair. 
Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like it's much easier for me to be like, oh, I have a lot of racial biases and I acknowledge them than to me actually explicitly, explicitly like, be say, like speaking about an interaction that I had with someone yeah. and admit to something that I did that like could really like, co- like is just something that I would like would not want to happen to me. Yeah, if you if you were walking on the street and you felt differently about someone because yeah, of their exactly. race and you told someone about it, they would, there would, well, whether or not they actually judged you, the the expected response is there. Yeah, would be agreed. Yeah, which I don't think is fair or right. And that's to minorities specifically. Like if I I could I'm I feel like people are much more open about the like judgments that they make about yeah. white people. Yeah, our majorities. Yeah. But I yeah I but I guess maybe a pushback which is valid is like maybe a lot of people that are bearing the brunt of this, it's like painful for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if someone says something that's actually racist and hurtful, that's like, like it doesn't mean that all instances of like racial bias automatically indicate first like an intention to hurt someone and also that someone has gotten hurt and that mm-hmm. that's sh- like, they're not necessarily conflated, mm-hmm. but they are right now basically. Yeah, but okay, for, as an example, like, say you were, like, profiled by, like, law enforcement, like, would it be, like, I think in that case, it would be, like, I don't even know if it would be gratifying to be, like, to, to for that law enforcement officer to be, like, ah, like, I profiled you, like, you know, or, like, this was my mistake or something, because I haven't been in that experience, I guess, in the U.S., but let's say, like, I was in a class or something, and, like, a teacher called me the name of another East Asian student, and then, like, they were like, ah, sorry, you know, I really just confused you and Rachel or something because you're both East Asian. I honestly don't know if that would make me feel better or not. I know I'm not the only stakeholder involved. It's also this person mm-hmm. and, like, the general public. Right. Like, because then it could be, like, excuse. It could kind of be like, you know, when people are like, no offense, but. Or yeah, that being yeah, said, that's, but. that's fair. I, I think, though, like if they didn't say that and they just confused you, like, they're going... They still did it anyways, right? That's and it's true, not, It's yeah. not like they're... Well, like, sometimes it's actually their fault because they don't put in the effort, but sometimes yeah. it's, like, very well-intentioned. That's true. And, like, there's not... Like, I feel like I confuse white people all the time. It's, you know, it's like... It I confuse people yeah. of color, too. Yeah. yeah. And it's not necessarily, I did it like... I can think talk. Yeah. Talk and it's not necessarily, like, oh, they... You have bad intentions or... Yeah. yeah just, I like... Guess- they typically people of color look more alike than people people of the same color or people of the same color look more alike than people of different ethnicities yeah but i guess something that you could make do and maybe this is a little bit too like individualistic would be like say like confused kamya and someone else like sarah then and if i called you sarah by accident i'd be like i'm so sorry like you are kamya yeah instead of being like i that was my racial bias because I just think you're <laughs> yeah. of the same color. And I know, like, it's really doing the same thing, but it's not... As explicit in a, like... Yeah, but I know that you're kind of saying, like, we should normalize that. And I agree, but I do feel like the... Ba- like, who that's going to hurt most is still... Well, but I think there's bad. also normalizing in public and normalizing in private, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. normalizing in the moment, like, when something like that happens. Like, maybe that's not the right way to handle it. But then, let's say you're, like, in a smaller thing like later reflecting on that I think being able to say like oh it was my racial bias that did that and like acknowledge that out loud maybe not directly to that person which would be like potentially annoying I think that seems still like a positive step I also don't know if like in every moment you have to like explicitly acknowledge the racial bias but I feel like right now 
the way people try to make it sound is like, oh, sorry, that was like not racist. Like, don't judge me. That like that wasn't racist. There was no race involved in that. Yeah. Which you know they like they just kind of like pretend like wherever like confusion might arise, they just like try to mask the fact that there is like any racial sure undertone to it because otherwise they're deemed like racist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that also speaks to like the broader fear of like cancel culture or whatever. Um, but I guess overall, I agree with like the sentiment or spirit of your take. I just don't know how to apply it or even Mm -hmm. put it into practice. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) And thanks so much to our special guests. We'll see you in seven months, probably. Probably. (laughs) Probably.